0: Hi and welcome to our podcast, Thin Within On The Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson,
1: one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the thinwithin.org ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, another one of your hosts, also a Thin Within coach and Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. We are so glad to welcome you to our podcast today of Thin Within On The Go. We hear some things
0: all the time at Thin Within, and when people come to coaching groups or one-on-one coaching or our classes or at our thinwithin.team community where we visit and yak about all things Thin Within, (laughs) one of the things that we hear a lot Yes, is how can I do this consistently? I can't string together enough days where I can pull this off and lose weight. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that Christina?
1: Oh yes. Well, those I were do. my thoughts, Heidi. <laughs> those were my thoughts when I came to you for one-on-one coaching. Do you remember?
0: Oh, I do. I do. Definitely. And it's this... Uh. That unless I am eating zero to five perfectly, the day doesn't count. And so Mm -hmm. if I can't have more than one day or even one day of zero to five eating perfectly at every meal and not giving in in between meals, certainly, Mm -hmm. then I'm a failure and I should throw in the towel and I'll never lose weight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Lie, 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 lie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I realized something not too long ago that I believed for a really, really long time and This kind of came up recently where I thought, do I really, did I really believe that? Yes. I believe that there was kind of this, um, this flow, this kind of like, I I'm in my sweet spot right now. It was like, like this kind of supernatural path. Ah, (laughs) That's exactly. I mean, and I thought I'm either in it or I'm not in it. Ooh. Yes, wow. I really really thought this. I was thinking about this the other day and talking with someone about it as well. And it's like, how do I get that back? I would have like a day or two that felt so much better with food and eating, and then I would and I thought, I'm I'm in it. I'm in my sweet spot, I'm in the flow, I'm going. And then all of a sudden- Don't anybody move or breathe because this moment must be captured for all eternity. That's right, that's how I felt. And I did have kind of this fear, it's gonna go away again. I'm not gonna be in the flow again because I never can stay in it. And so then all of a sudden, oh man, I'm I'm out. How did I do that? How did I stay in? And does that really exist? And I think I really absolutely believed that for a long time that I needed to get into this special groove. I don't even know what to call it. Um, And if I could just figure out how to stay there for more than a day or two, I could probably live there forever. That's that's what I thought. Is that Realistic? Does that I mean is that like crazy? Am I crazy?
0: <laughs> well, that's another story entirely. Oh. <laughs> You're not. But I I know what you mean, Christina. I often tell people when they come to Thin Within that doing thin within well is being mm-hmm. able
1: to fail well. Because okay, that I'm, sounds even crazier than what I said. No, so we're both <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Well, it's true though, because mm-hmm. if
0: I can't learn to fail well, I'm going to keep letting my failures define me, and mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that that starting over again mentality. Yes. Right. Start over again. I've got to start, start over. over. I think the real flow is when I slip, stumble, fall, or fail, or go sideways or off the rails. Even what do I do with that? Can I? come back, invite God in and get going again. Mm-hmm. That is thin within thin within is not this sense of consistently stringing together one perfect zero to five day after another. That is a lie. It won't work. We can't do it. We're on this <laughs> side of heaven's gate, not the other, where, you know, I mean, it's just not going to happen. Well, Instead, we have to learn from our struggles mm-hmm. and our slips. And then pick, pick everything up and get going again. The Lord wants us to get going again. Right. Yes.
1: Well, and Heidi, you know, my story before I met you. And when I first started thin within, um, before I knew anything about mind renewal or really anything, (laughs) um, that I had a calendar on my wall in the kitchen and I thought I'm going to cross off every Perfect zero to five eating day until I get this.
0: How was that working for you?
1: Yeah, that, that calendar went in the trash. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even, I couldn't do it. Like you just said, it's not possible. And the, here's the thing that I love. We're not called to that. No, we're no. not called to be perfect. And we can release weight and enjoy peaceful eating and a wonderful, wonderful, close walk with the Lord with all kinds of stumbles. It's just the truth. In
0: fact, I think that so often my intimacy with God is deepened by the way he meets me in my stumbles Mm -hmm. and following my stumbles. I mean, absolutely. I hate to think of how how much depth my relationship with him would lack. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you think about it, if his word says, as it does, In my weakness, his strength is made perfect. His grace is sufficient for me. If I mean, that depends on me even being, having a weakness. Of course Mm -hmm. I have a weakness. And then I get to experience his strength being made perfect in me. How Mm -hmm. awesome is that? Why would I want to disqualify myself from that kind of intimacy
1: that he Mm -hmm. wants with me that comes through being weak? Yeah, that's for sure. It is. It's actually a beautiful thing. And so for me, it was a real game changer in my journey when I thought, you know what, I am going to be ready for my next mess up. Oh yeah. I'm going to expect it. I'm going to let go of this awful, awful, impossible pressure of trying to be perfect in my food and eating. I'm going to let go of that. Just out. I'm done with it. Right. It has not served me for my whole life to try to be perfect in anything really, but especially in this area. And so to be able to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to look, look into my day, you know, and I'm going to expect that I'm going to mess up somewhere in this day. Um, let's talk about that. Let's embrace it. Let's have the light shine right on it so that I'm not afraid of it and it doesn't derail me it doesn't stop me it doesn't define me it. it doesn't define me and then let's make a plan the lord and i and that's what you were just talking about heidi with being able to meet god there i can say to him lord let's meet right after i mess up today whenever that is Or even while I mess up, God, right now I have this overwhelming
0: desire for chocolate or for whatever it might be. How did you know? (laughs) And and I know there's dove dark chocolate sitting on the table in there. And I go and I'm like, okay, I'm not hungry. But Lord, would you meet me over the dove chocolate? Mm -hmm. That may sound crazy. But think of how much I'm inviting him into my stumbles. Mm-hmm. Now, I I want to let's address this for a moment, uh, because this I know somebody's thinking this as they're listening to us. So are you making
1: provision for your flesh then by planning on messing up? What would you say to that? No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. We want to be walking into our day, renewing our minds with God's truth, ready, ready, to be obedient and ready to walk in freedom and all of those things. So, what is the difference then between having a plan with the Lord?
0: for after the mess up or when I mess up, as I look ahead of my day and making provision for the flesh. We want to, we want to address that. We want to go there because no, we're not saying, shall I sin all the more? So grace may increase. Absolutely not. Like Paul said in that's Romans six, but anyway, no, not at all. And so what we want to do is be aware of the fact that we are not perfect at at this point until we've meet Jesus face to face. We are not perfect. There will be, Lots of moments. In fact, first John tells us that if we claim we are without sin, we are a liar and the truth is not in us. The last thing I want to do is claim that I can do this life Mm -hmm. sinlessly with perfection. Absolutely not. No, what I can do is remind myself, no, I'm not going to make provision for the flesh. I'm not going to go out and buy all kinds of foods and stock the cabinets with that special stuff that I want for Friday nights, TV and movie night binge. No, no, I am going to instead just recognize with God that as I go through this life, I'm going to need him to wash my feet, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just like he did in John chapter 13. I need him. It is, yes. it says in his word that he has,
1: told you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that he attributes to me, his righteousness and he took on my sin. So there's clearly going to be sin here. So no, we're not talking about, let's make provision for the flesh mm-hmm. and, and yeah, go after it with all we're worth. And then just say, sorry, God, for what I did, or sorry, God, for what I'm about to do. No, 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 no. no. We just want to be realistic and we want to have a godly perspective on what what's coming because what's Mm -hmm. coming is going to be a fall at some point. Mm -hmm. And when it comes, I'm not letting it define me. I'm not going to, Turn tail and run from God. I'm going to run to my father and I'm going to let him comfort me. You know, that's what scripture says he does. And so I'm going to prevail upon the compassion and comfort of Christ and of my holy heavenly father. So I want to run to the, the Lord. I want to run to Jesus and nestle myself into him and let him pick up the pieces of my mess knowing that's going to be needed. It's going to be needed. And in my weakness, his strength is right then right there made perfect. What a beautiful place to be. I don't want to deny that that's going to happen. How does that serve his purposes for my life? How does it serve my purposes? It doesn't, it puts me in a place of denial Mm. where I'm pretending to be something I'm not. No, thank you.
1: Well, so one of the things that I find really helpful when I find that I am Leaning toward that attitude of perfectionism is to kind of break up the days into pieces. A lot of us think in terms of I had a good day or a bad day, or I had a good week or a bad week. And ninety-five percent of the time, someone is going to say it was a bad week because things went sideways here and yeah, there. It and might so, have been just one hour that went sideways, but I'm going to call it a bad week. Yes, and that's what we tend to do. Um, as, as humans, we tend to look at the negative and dwell on the negative and make it much, much bigger than the positive. So one of the things I like to do, rather than saying, did I have a good day today or a bad day? I like to say, well, how was my hour? <laughs> how was my morning? How was that two hours after work? Because, boy, that's the one I really want to focus on today. Or how was that that you know late night part? rather than did I have a whole day that was really good or a whole day that was really bad. Right. Um, that's one. And then another thing that helps me a lot, rather than looking into my whole day, I just look to my next zero and I just say, you know what? I'm just going to do, I'm going to wait for the next time I'm physically hungry. Let's just just do that. Let's just break it into small pieces And that helps a lot, too, rather than if I could just do the month of March perfectly, I could meet this goal. I mean, how many times have you thought that way or heard people say that? I've heard people say it a lot, and I used to think that way, too, but if I just take this moment and submit it to Christ. And then I can take the next moment and submit it. And all of a sudden I'm into the next moment. And all of a sudden an hour has gone by that I have submitted to the Lord. And I just, that helps me so much to have perspective. And so this kind of leads into that question that many of us ask, which is, am I ever going to figure this out? Am I ever gonna be healed of my tendencies? to overeat my old patterns and habits to go to food for emotions, for everything. Is there really a way out of this? Am I going to be walking in freedom at some
0: point? I think it's important to recognize that it's not the same as freedom. Freedom is something God has purchased for me with the blood of Christ. Mm -hmm. So I have been granted freedom. My experience of freedom has more to do with what I do with each moment. Am I grabbing the moment and surrendering it to Christ? Am I grabbing the next moment and surrendering it to Christ? Because in that, uh, there is freedom. That is an expression
1: of the freedom that He has purchased for me. Mm-hmm. So, freedom in Christ isn't something we have to wait for, we no. already have it now. What people
0: are asking when they ask this is, will I ever not struggle with overeating ever again? Mm. And I can't answer that. Some people, when they're breaking free from uh, a repetitive behavior, a habitual struggle, an addiction, even some are delivered, some are delivered and God just moves them on out of it. Others of us aren't. Mm We have to participate with God for the rest of our lives in it. And I can tell you this. That's where I am for sure. Yeah, To me, my healing isn't going to be expressed in a perfect freedom in the way I act around food. It is going to be expressed in relying on Jesus to give me what I need in each moment. And so Mm -hmm. I'm not even looking at it as for the rest of my life type of thing, I will never again, I can't do that. My relationship with Jesus has deepened
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: grown so much because of my desperation, because I haven't yet been delivered. Maybe I will never be delivered, but I feel like that is healing. I feel like I have experienced healing Mm -hmm. in a different way than many people usually mean this question. You know, will I ever be, will I ever be free and not like that? My healing is seen in the fact that I turn to God and I go to him when I struggle or before I struggle. And it's a process that I'm walking out with him.
1: I totally, completely agree with you. I do think that over time, of course, um, I mean, we're, we're looking and learning over time. We are learning over time. Certain things do get easier. But for example, for me, like if something really big emotionally happens, I can very easily slide back into my old patterns. Like I've mentioned before, when my mom passed away, I really, really struggled with wanting to eat, going to food that were her favorites. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so crazy in a way, but it was very, very strong and Mm -hmm. it lasted for weeks. Okay, so will I never struggle like that again? Will I get to a point where I won't struggle like that again. I don't think so. For me, I think I will. But when you look at even that situation, mm-hmm. how did you handle it? That to me is free. Yeah, that's where the freedom is. Yes. That's and where the healing is.
0: Right. And that's mm-hmm. when I think of, I released a hundred pounds in 2006, 2007, and until 2014 stayed a healthy size And then had a health crisis followed by a divorce followed by a move followed by this and that and the other thing and my kids moving out of state and And I didn't handle it really well. Mm. But then what? And Mm. that's the thing is, no, I went back to old patterns for a season. Mm -hmm. Then what did I allow that to define me? No. Did I allow myself to stay stuck? No, I continued to turn to mind renewal to the Lord to lean into him, that is healing. That is freedom. And I don't believe, I I don't believe we're redefining it just so we can say, yeah, that's what it is. I I really believe that's what God wants. I don't believe that God wants his children to be free of any troubles or any habits or whatever, so that they can walk free of needing him. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't believe mm-hmm. that for one minute. I believe there will always be something that brings me to the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. There will always be something that requires the blood of Christ to be poured over me so that I can stand before holy God. There is never going to be a time in my life when I don't have need for the cross. There just mm-hmm. isn't. Right. And and this of course isn't the only thing I struggle with in my life, but it definitely is one that keeps me coming back to him again mm-hmm. and again and again. And for mm-hmm. that reason And it's a beautiful, it's beautiful, I think.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, Heidi. You know, I used to, to beg God to just fix me years and years ago for a long, long time. I would just, you know, cry out to him in the middle of the night when nobody was around and I had privacy and just say, God, can you just fix me? Just fix me. Stop this, make it stop. And I would just beg him this, my obsession with food and my disordered eating and my struggles with my weight and all of that. Um, And he was very quiet in those moments. And now when I think back to that, I think that he was saying to me, no, Christina, I am not going to just snap my fingers and take this away because I have an incredibly rich and beautiful And miraculous journey awaiting you. Yes. When you finally someday lay this at my feet, which, you know, I did finally lay this at my feet, but not just once, again Again and and again again. and again on Monday and then the next Thursday and then the next Thursday night and then the next Sunday, you know, again and again, that he's saying to me, I will meet you there. And I have so much to teach you, Christina, and you will miss all of it if I fix you in a snap, which of course right. I would. Of right. course, God can do that. And we do know that sometimes he does that kind of thing. He will heal somebody in the moment and they will be done with that issue for their life. Mm-hmm. That's not my experience. I know it's not yours, Heidi, with right. this um, issue. It keeps coming up, and but we know what to do. We right know to go to the Lord. We know to renew our minds. We know to shine the light on it. We know to ask for help. We know to pray for each other, to reach out, to tell our story. We know what to do so that we don't get stuck in that place. We'll never be stuck again. I do believe that for sure. Right. Yeah. And that, is, where that is healing. That I will yeah. ever again. I will never
0: despair ever again. Mm-hmm. I will never be without hope. I will never feel like th- this is a dead end. What do I do? There, that is not my story any longer. And it never will be again. It reminds me of that Cody Carnes song I run to the Father again, and again. again and again. And-, right. and and that's what I believe God gives this struggle. Okay. I'm not saying He condones heartache. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into theology right now at all, but I believe he wants to use this challenge where it exists in our lives to bring us into a deepening, ever deepening intimacy with him. Mm -hmm. Need me child need me. I am the answer. He says that he is, I am, that's who he wants to be to us. Mm -hmm. I need comfort. And he says, I am. I need help. He says, I am. Mm-hmm. He wants, I, I need a way out. He says, I am. And I really believe that that's the heart of this message, really, that we have to share is mm-hmm. it's all about him. And mm-hmm. our healing is on his terms. It's not on our terms. If you don't call it healing until you never again want to overeat, then I think you're missing what God may have already done
1: in your life. Yeah. I don't know, I could be wrong. Well, and you know what? I don't pray that prayer anymore. I don't say, God, will you just fix me? Because I have found, like you were just sharing, Heidi, so much joy in this journey. I love the journey now. I don't want it to be over. I don't want it to end. I want to continue with what what I do, continue with living this life um, of closeness with the Lord and thinking his thoughts after him. I don't want to ever stop. And now, of course, I use that for every area of my life in parenting and taking care of my elderly parents for so many years and finances, stressful situations, my work, my identity, everything. I I want to be on this journey with the Lord. I can't even imagine walking away from it. I don't pray to be, um, fixed anymore. I'd rather be on a journey of healing that is continual and ongoing and growing me constantly growing me. I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop any of that. Me too. And so this whole idea
0: of stringing together so many numbers of days in order to consider this working for me then within works or not, right. that's, That's just not, that's not, you know, God is going to give me everything I need for life and godliness. If he's calling me to it, he will give me what I need to accomplish it. His mm. vision for freedom for my life is what he will enable me to experience. He may not be calling me to be delivered in the way that I define it. Mm. This my feeling it may be this. It may be to do this struggle well. It may be when I fall to get up and run to him for all I'm worth again and again and again and again. Well, we hope that there's something here that (laughs) encourages your heart in this journey Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that you can rest in the healing that God has for you. Yes. Thanks for joining
1: us. Thanks for being with us today. We'll see you next time on Thin Within. go. go. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>